Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, overpricing a mailer. Now, what do you do? Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays REI consulting program. Guys, basically, we're here to help. Doesn't matter if you're brand new to this, you just want some help picking and pricing a county, or you've been at it for a while and you're looking for some help on ways to expand. All you got to do is go to our website at www.casualfridaysrei.com. Click on the consulting tab, walk through the sign up, and then we'll be in touch to help you get started. Happy new week. What's up? None. I'm feeling the love today. The love? The love. My my, uh, my podcast, babe, uh, bought me a, a new mic stand. <laughs> <laughs> you did get a new mic stand. I was tired of that janky thing that you're always lugging around, messing up my desk. And... I'm loyal, bro. I, I love things that stick with me. We, we That thing's been through some good times and some bad times. Yeah, that thing is... A, so what we're talking about is... Uh, the stands that hold our microphones, Justin's been using this garbage one that we've had from the beginning, and the weight of the microphone is too much for the stand to bear anymore, and so you have to like rig it up on the desk each time. I only rig it when we're on the tour and we're having to be in front of video. The normal way, it works just fine if I lean it a certain way. Mm-hmm. But now that doesn't happen because we, I got him uh, I'm not going to throw a, you a out. Stand. I'm not going to throw you out because I have to lean you a certain way. <laughs> I'm just going to keep you around. Well, I can tell because you're having to lean closer to the mic. Your voice is louder, so people should be happy with that. People are going to be like, oh, I actually can hear him talk now. He's not mumbling, and he's not so far away from the microphone. Sounds good. Yeah. Speaking of talking today, guess who I caught up with? Who? I called our uh, our old intern. Oh, uh, Mr. Mr. Brian. McCarthy. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Brian. He's uh, in London. They've signed their lease. They're looking at uh, being there for seven and a half months in London, living abroad, doing the land thing. We were catching up seven on... and a half more months. No, seven and a half total. His whole time in London. And he's been there for a month. month yeah, and a half. month and a half. And then, well, uh, do you know where he was living while he was looking for a place? Was I, it just a bum? I think he was Airbnb. And uh, he had his wife with him. If it was probably him, he'd probably be on a park bench, just living the dream. But well, I remember what he looked like when we did the interview with him. <laughs> he already had the bum look going on. So that, that mustache would have got him a place anywhere he wanted to stay. <laughs> And it's it's great because he, he probably doesn't listen to the show after it's been produced because he actually he does our final editing still. He, we hired him and brought him on to do that for us. So he's going to hear this as he's editing it. So if it makes it to the final show, great. If it doesn't, you know, hey. But uh, he was getting ready. No, to no, get- this is making to the final show. Do not edit this out. <laughs> but he was headed to Thanksgiving, like a Friendsgiving. Um, it was like he told me it was half American, half, in, uh, half English. And he's like, yeah, they don't really celebrate Thanksgiving over here. And I'm like. We, you do know that the pilgrims were coming away from that because of persecution. He's like, yeah, it's kind of awkward. <laughs> Y'all are going to it, not me. So it was great to hear his voice and actually catch up with him a little bit. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Good for Brian. I'm glad yeah. things are going well for I him. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping the end product works. You know, he said they've closed on a couple big deals. Things are going like we planned. Business is running as normal, and he was getting ready to gear up for what he wanted to do for winter. And that was one of the key takeaways from him. I was like, you remember why I pushed access so hard, like having this great access. And he's like, yeah, I said, snow maintainer. They maintain that. Mm-hmm. He's like, now, yep, that's right. So again, that's one of those things why I'm so like a access Nazi. Like people get mad, like, Justin, it's got a dirt road that looks like somebody drives down it once a year. No, I want the county to come down and like use their snow blade yeah. and, and go through there. 
Yeah, it's definitely that time of year. I mean, it's it's cold where we are, so if it's cold here, you know, it's snowing everywhere else. Yeah, yeah, it really is. So what did you want to talk about today, Mr. Southie? Well, we had a question in our closed group. Okay. That said, basically said, help, I overpriced a mailer. What do I do now? Yeah. And, and, and people are responding. Yeah. But in reality, you look, did you see what he priced at? Yeah, so that's what I was about to say. I think it was like... <laughs> Probably should have priced it at three fifty, and he priced it like four forty five or something like that. Yeah, or for somewhere we're land selling it, I think it was nine hundred an acre. Yeah. All right, so fifty percent is basically he, he basically offered fifty percent of market value. Yeah, which is higher than we say price, mm-hmm. but really at that price range, there's fifty percent of value. I mean, so a house investor would jump over those deals all day long. Oh yeah, and that's the thing is, did you really overprice it? Eh, not really, because I mean, there's some deals that you would get back. So say. It was a twenty or thirty thousand dollar deal. Now maybe Plum may not have funded it, or you know, you make it hard time for people not they're a little bit nervous on the funding. But you know, if I had a deal that I paid I I sent twenty thousand dollars and I look at it and it's worth a solid forty, forty five thousand bucks, and I can see that really clearly, I'm probably still gonna do that deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for this instance, let's say what if you really did overprice it, you know what? Do you mm-hmm. have something I know we just don't make those mistakes, right? No, <laughs> no, no, that's not true because we do make those mistakes because I can tell you a county I did because I had like 91 yeses come back. I mean, it was an ungodly amount of yeses. I think you mailed the same county after I did like a year later and you your offer price was like half of what mine was. Yeah. And I think, and I want to say it's pretty close. Like I offered like 300 bucks an acre and I think you offered a hundred and... I think I offered 150, 175 bucks an acre. Let's see. Well, yeah, because I was buying 40s for 7,000. I'm not a mathematician. And you were buying, try, offering 12. Do I look like a TI 83 <laughs> calculator over here? <laughs> Let me get that out real quick. <laughs> I don't know what that, but you were offering, and I think 12 to 13 for 40 acres, and I was offering seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that number? I don't know. Close enough for math. Yeah, okay. you're basically 300 acre, and I think mine was 175. Okay, so, but I still picked out the good deals of that and ended up selling and making a little bit of money. It didn't, you know, weren't knocked out of the park home runs, but it was still, it still actually made some money there. Yeah, I want to be clear. That was definitely a joke about us not making those mistakes because we clearly have made them and we continue to make mistakes, but we just learn and grow all the time. So yeah, don't be uh, worried if that's something that's you know, you've run into, mm-hmm. it's not that big a deal. The, the big deal comes when you stop because you freak out about it. But yep. let's just say that that happens in that situation you were in when people were calling. Do you know what you did? Do you remember? I know it's been a couple of years. Yeah. So every deal that came back, I looked really close at what the comps were doing. And I actually got a couple of deals back that were, it was still, you know, home run deals that they were outside of this one area, but it was just a one, it's like a one-off area inside of this county. And I'll, and I'll put it out there. It was Lake County, Oregon for me, and it was Christmas Valley area. And I overpaid for that area, but I still bought three in that area, and all three have sold. So, like, I think I paid, like I said, eleven thousand, but or no, it was six thousand dollars on a twenty, and they still sold for fifteen thousand dollars on terms. So, you know, it wasn't bad. It was just not as good as you know the typical deal. Wait, say that again. What'd you buy? I bought a couple twenties for in a forty. Um, so the twenties, I think I paid six thousand for, and ended up selling them for like fifteen. Mm. Yeah, because I bought a twenty for thirty five and sold it for fourteen. So you're double, basically double. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think a um, a pretty standard response, and we saw this in the Facebook group too, was like if you feel feel like you've overpriced it, so you can do what Justin said. Look for the ones in the uh, parts of town where that's not an overpriced. Like Justin, like we were both so we were both shopping Lake County. He was buying in Christmas Valley. I was buying in Plush. So mm-hmm. two different parts of the county. But there's always the 
well, you know what? Like, I'm getting a huge response on this thing, and you know, I'm running out of money. I don't, I can't offer that much anymore. This is all I got left. Yeah. Or you can find something. Oh, the access isn't that great. The offer I made was like paved road right up to the property mm-hmm. um, for your type of property while it's still great because you yeah. don't want to make their property negative, right? Yeah. Um, this is what I can do. But it doesn't have the county maintained road access. It, you know, I'm looking for something with a little bit more trees, but I'd still be willing to buy this or, you know, and some people say they pushed off mistakes to their assistants or to the cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the guys was like, oh, I pushed it off to my cat. I use my wife on a lot of that stuff. Um, let me talk to the boss. She, she runs the company. I just, the guy that sends the mail and I talk to the people. And so those are all stall tactics to, to find out if it's really worth it. And you can negotiate down, Hey, you know, I ran out of money. I, I did this. You know, those are all great points. And it, to me, it's cool that the, the group is so active that I was like, well, reading them, I'm like, I, I can't really tell them anything else because I would have done the exact same thing. I've done every one of those mm-hmm. those things. What's your favorite one? What's your favorite way to go on that? Like if you had a, you're always your go-to. Oh, Justin did it. Justin <laughs> Justin priced this. He was way <laughs> off. He, yeah. He, yeah, he looked at that one wrong. I mean, I I obviously can't be the one at fault. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I'm not married. I don't have a wife to put it on. I, you know, no, no one else around. So yeah. it's got to be you. Can't be bare. So I think they would know at that point that the dog is maybe bear. Is I could say Tom, you know, because yeah, Tom's Tom. a cat. Yeah, the yeah. cat. Yeah, I could say Tom. They wouldn't know. Oh, yeah. It's Tom's fault. Uh, Tom, we hired him. We fired him already. He messed up a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. But I think the point is don't freak out. Yep. Would you agree? No, yeah, exactly. There, you, you can't freak out. You've got a lead there. Now it's just a matter of getting it in. So I had a mailer one time I mailed on houses, and the data from the county came back. And it added 400 square feet. It essentially doubled the garage to the gross living area when I ran the data. And so you add 400 square feet times whatever the price I was offering. So 400 square foot times 100 bucks a square foot. So you're adding that. So the price was up by that much. I got like 25 people said, yeah, we're interested. Uh, But I want a little bit more. Come look at it. So we ended up getting 10 deals back that were actually really close. And we got in the house and we were pleasantly surprised. Like we could go in and say, hey, you know, your bathroom needs a little bit more work than we thought, or your kitchen's not up, or we see a little foundation issue. We didn't plan for the foundation. But the main thing was that we talked about it with them. We pointed out, hey, we were honest on negotiations. Yeah, you know, the county data may have pulled it up wrong. The data we had was wrong, and we're trying to work through it. Here's what we can do on it. This is our best and final. You know, I understand it's different than what we told you, but, you know, this is what we can do. And so that was a big thing for me because I was doing that live with the people face-to-face in their house. And it was a mistake, whether it was the data from the county or it was my mistake, it still happened. And the people appreciated you being upfront and honest and not trying to lead them on about it. You just, you have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and don't beat up their property either. No one likes to hear that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think those are all good answers. I can't think of anything else that you could do to change it. I mean, you you overpriced it, you overpriced it, and now you got a lead. And so work them. Yep, work the lead. All right. Well, I think we'll call it right there for today then. And... Since it was fairly short today, you got plenty of time to go to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm guessing like give us a follow. And then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. We'll see you Wednesday. See you Wednesday.